What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. What is up, everybody? Double G from Fight Game Media. We have another. This isn't even a a full show for you, though. uh, I hope you've been enjoying the Five Star Joshi show in this free feed. That show is uh, is now going to be in this free feed as far as I know from here on out. But we'll, we'll, you know, things can always change. But that is the plan right now. Well, what you are about to hear is a snippet, a segment. Of John LaRocca and myself and our WCW 96 special podcast on the uh, the Patreon feed, I'm just going to give you uh, a segment in which we were discussing the main event to Halloween Havoc 1996. Now, to me, the nuts and bolts, the what really makes that show fun is the research that I'm able to do because there's so much stuff out there now. There's Guy Evans's Nitro book, obviously Death of WCW, all of Dave's Observers. A lot of the the people uh, in that time frame, Ric Flair, Lex Luger, they have bios. The most interesting one is the Bret Hart bio because in 1996 there was a nice little tug of war between WCW and WWE as far as Bret Hart's services were concerned. So there's just lots of stuff going on at that time and digging through it and sort of seeing what happened and what was rumored to happen and didn't happen and just the thoughts of people at that time period is so fascinating to me. So that's, I mean, the the research part of it is just as fun as the recording part of it to me. So that is not in this little snippet. Instead, it is just the segment in which John LaRock and I talk about Randy Savage and Hulk Hogan in the main event of Halloween Havoc 96. But I'm also going to play before uh, or actually right after we get to that segment, uh, I'm going to play a little bit of the Piper and Hogan back and forth that we reference just to kind of play you out of uh, uh, of the, the the little snippet uh, of the show that we're, that we're putting uh, together here today. Um, Obviously, let me get the plug out of the way. Patreon.com front slash fight game media. If you want to support 
all of the fine people who do podcasts for you this weekend. We're going to have a pre-show to Full Gear. The Power Bombshells are changing their day from Sunday to Saturday so they could get their their preview of the AW show in. And then we're going to have a post-show as well. Kevin Ely and friends are going to do a special post-show edition of The Boom. Both of those live streaming on our YouTube channel. So make sure you are subscribed to that channel so you get your notifications when those shows go live. All right, here is John LaRocca and I talking about WCW 96 Hogan and Savage, main event of Halloween Havoc 96, leading into uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper coming back to WCW. Or actually, he'd never been there before. So Rowdy Roddy Piper showing up in WCW uh, at the end of that. And in the main event, now I'm going to read you this lead sentence in Dave's review of this match. The ghost of Hulk Hogan pinned the corpse of Randy Savage. Whoa! In 1837 of what turned into a Jimmy Valiant-style comedy match, which made no sense given the storyline of this as the ultimate grudge match. Wow. Dave did not like this one. No, he didn't. Hogan. What'd you, what would you think before before? <sighs> I was into the Hogan character at this point a lot when I was younger. I remember just loving the you know the kind of the comedy of it and how you know Macho Man was kind of like you know how like when you have like a little brother or a, a mm-hmm. little cousin and you can kind of like put your hand out and they'll put their head against their your hand and they'll try to like come rush at you, but they're not strong enough to even like you just hold them there. Like that's kind of how I saw this feud is no matter what Savage did, Hogan was always going to somehow some way come out on top. And so I remember when this match happened, I was just I was just loving seeing Hogan again. Like I never thought I was going to see that guy be a top level wrestler ever again in my life you know Mm -hmm. at that point you know to have that extra run and but ultimately this what this match watching it in uh in 2023 did is i just felt bad for savage because then i was gonna this was gonna be one of the questions about this match is this guy what he was asked to do to put this group over Mm -hmm. knowing what we know about him being the the renegade in Memphis and you know with the 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 stuff that he did to kind of get on the radar with Jerry Lawler like that dude was a renegade and this dude is just getting beat up by these guys and having no one to save him over and over and over and over so at some point you just go well, he must be an idiot. Like this happens every single time and he doesn't learn. He doesn't bring his friends out. There's no one to save him. He's fallen. You know, Liz is messing with his mind, which means Hogan as the heel is smarter than the baby face. I just felt bad for him. This entire, this entire month of TV, including this match. I just felt bad for Randy Savage. I mean, I personally like this match a lot. Um, the Sav- I thought, 
after all the abuse that Savage got Lee into his match, I thought he probably should have had something. But now, now, now that he told me that his contract is up, you know, he had to put him over, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Savage at this time in his life, his career, understood like what you do for the business. If you're leaving or you're up, you know, you you do your best to to put over, you know, to leave the better, leave the leave the place like you know hogan's the top heel put him over strong he might not be back he might be going to the wwf right there's a chance of that um just like in smoky mountain right like cornet talks about this all the time where he brought savage in to work bruiser bedlam many people remember from the dark side of the ring mm-hmm. and i think lance storm cried in that episode yeah sat and savage who's this big WWF star, former world champion, right? All this stuff knew the deal and understood the deal. Like here, I, I want to help your territory out. You know, I'm not here for the long haul. I'm going to make this, this guy you want to be is one of your top heels. I'm going to put him over. Like he was completely professional about it. So I can see Savage doing all he can to, to get over Hogan, to get over the NWO. Um, I liked Hogan's performances. I thought he was fantastic. Like I love the cocky arrogance wearing the three ninjas, uh, um, wig, right? The flat top. Um, he's begging off. He's stalling. He's doing all this, this, this really just traditional heel stuff. And I even loved that. I'm like, I was, I totally forgot about this match. And I love that the wig came off and savage, <laughs> but that's great, right? It's great. That's great. Well, shit. It's, it's you know? great because the live crowd is going nuts. For yeah. It. And I, and I ain't got a kick out of watching it. So I really enjoyed Hogan's performance. I wish he was this Hogan for majority of the time as Hollywood Hogan, because I think he later on would become too strong. Like he would dominate, not sell, show his ass as much. Right. Like in this match, he literally showed his ass in this match. Um, But like, you know, back off more for the baby face, bump more for the baby face. He was bumping a lot for Savage in this match. Um, Crowd was into this match big time, big into Savage. I don't think Savage got hurt in the build. Um, and Savage lost, and Hogan, God, man, like you just hate this guy. Like, this guy's what an ass. And these guys, who's going to stop these? But you have to kind of keep it going, right? You got to keep adding fuel to the fire of the NWO if that's your plan to eventually get to staying in a year. Like, you got to keep NWO on top. Though there's some peaks and valleys, right? Luger winning the title from Hogan in the summer of 97, stuff like that, you know, Piper coming in, getting a little measure of a uh, little success against Hogan early on. So, but yeah. So if you were of the mentality that, you know, I want to see Savage get some vengeance here. He, he did take a lot of the match. Mm-hmm. El- yes. Elizabeth came out. She, you know, this was very reminiscent of WrestleMania (laughs) five. She's like standing in the middle, like not picking sides, Uh, but she actually is picking sides. She she's on Savage's side and, but Hogan keeps yelling at her to go back to his side of the corner. Um, and, and so what happens is, is Randy Anderson, whose referee got, gets bumped and Nick Patrick comes in. (laughs) Savage hits the elbow off the top rope. uh, Patrick goes down to count counts one counts two and then his neck just cramped up on him something fierce and he could not finish that three count 
And uh, Savage went to go beat up Patrick. And, you know, the, the one of the other storylines during this time frame is Nick Patrick said that he he is the he is the referee. He is the sheriff uh, of uh, of the town. And Randy Savage is fined one million dollars for putting. <laughs> yeah, <on> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and I think Sh- Shivani said that they changed it to one hundred dollars or something. <laughs> WCW officials changed it to one hundred dollars. He's like, "What? This is why these guys can't put their hands on us." Um, I, Nick Patrick is fantastic. Yeah, he's great. I, I, I want to say one more thing about Nick Patrick. Even when he is portraying a referee who is supposed to be doing things wrong, he's the best referee, like, just by being a referee. Like, just him and being in the wrong spot is, like, perfect. Like, he does everything so perfect in these matches. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it, it's going to get tired. I, I remember mm-hmm. it, it getting tiring. But just, like, right now, this build of Nick Patrick and him doing these promos after the show, like... This dude was is one of the MVPs of this time period. Yeah. Uh, okay. So then, um, out comes the giant. Uh, the giant. The uh, DiBiase grabs Savage out of the ring. Giant gives him a choke slam, and he puts Hogan on top. Patrick quickly recovers and, and counts the pin. Uh, after the match, because uh, Hogan is still knocked out from this el- from this elbow, so he's selling this elbow. Like crazy, like he's just out, and this is why the giant had to like drape him over Savage. <laughs> three count. The giant has like some trophy or like some like just giant uh, sil- piece of silver that is like for the for the punch, and he has like ice water and it pours it on Hogan's face so that he wakes up from being knocked out of this uh, this elbow, and then out comes Roddy Piper. Now they play the bagpipes. And the bagpipes are one of the most recognizable sounds in, in a wrestling show. These bagpipes play for about 15 seconds before anybody even goes, wait, is that Roddy Piper? I was like, what are you guys doing? Like, who could it be? Like, would they just play bagpipes for no reason? No one's Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he finally- well, they got to sell it that way, you know, like be so sh- completely shocked. He he finally comes out, and you know he's he's actually I remember him, uh, and and he has a couple of runs here, and in one of those runs he is just fat as all hell. But in this, yeah. I couldn't tell. He looks actually halfway decent uh, in 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 this when he came to see Hogan here. It's short lived his yeah. run yeah. his 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 run as like credible you know opponent. So he and Hogan jaw jack about who's the icon, and uh, it's it's interesting. And, and the way that they actually go off air, they they have to go off air early because Piper, uh, his some of his stuff goes a little long, and then there's kind of bickering. But I do remember watching this live, going like, "Yeah, Piper's right. Yeah, Hogan man. never beat him. Yeah, never beat him. There's never there can't be a Hogan without a Piper. All that stuff. Yeah." 
So I was down. Yeah. I was down with this, even though I knew the Starcade match was not going to be great. But yeah, I, I was I, down for the time. But Piper, Piper would always get me into the matches because he knew all the tricks to mm-hmm. to get you into it. So even if you know you go from watching uh, Rey Mysterio and Dean Malenko and then you watch the slowness of some of these other matches, still the showmanship and the ability to get the crowd invested was still, uh, they were still the masters. Yeah. I mean, he kept it interesting. Piper did for himself just a short time though. I would say after Super Bowl 97 is when it dipped. And of course, age in a cage later on and, and the following Halloween Hell, Halloween Hell, Halloween Havoc. I always say Halloween Hell because it's the APW show. Um, <laughs> um, Halloween Havoc is, of course, the famous Age in the Cage, you know, with Hogan and Piper. But before then, Piper was just not, just not up to par. I think he kind of got lazy himself, right? The money was good. And he was, you know, they can do no wrong, and yeah, but. Um, but I was excited at the time, like, oh man, they got Piper. Piper's here now, you know. It was like another star on, you know, another star mm-hmm. adding to the show. So, and he had he had the longer hair still here. Yeah, yeah. you he's, know, later he, on he, he looked. I thought he looked pretty good. Yeah, he looks good, and I and uh, we'll see the um, the angle from the Wrestle War three, which is that next pay per view, which I remember, and I remember like being hyped for the main event at Starcade, and we got what we got, but. Uh, yeah, so I, I was. Didn't it, didn't it like become a non-title match in some way? Or it something? was not. It was. Well, we can't. Let's not spoil that. Like, yeah, it was non-title, but uh, they didn't advertise it that way. So, but yeah. All right, so Piper kind of comes in as a surprise. Uh, they're talking to Piper as they are talking to Bret Hart. Um, they, I guess, it, you know, just sort of happened not not last minute or anything but they just kept it from the uh, a lot of the wrestlers and they wanted to keep it as secret as possible but i guess jim ross had it on uh, livewire that saturday <laughs> <laughs> that's when uh, they found out when J- Roddy piper called up all right vince one last chance i'm going to do a stuff you and then exactly. it's like no i can't do it but jim i guess what yeah because supposedly that was part of the thing is that Piper would just constantly use WCW in negotiations to get another, another payoff from Vince and Vince just finally was like called this bluff. And so then he had to go, <laughs> I think in 89, he did that too. Yeah. I think 89 there, they, he was, they were courting him and then he ended up going back and to WWF of course. So we got through it. We got two more it- left and that's it. Oh, Can you what, believe it? What, what star? What star rating did you give for Hogan and Savage? You and Dave are going to be way off on this. I one. know we are. Uh, I, I really enjoy this match. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it three, three and a quarter. You know, I'm not gonna say it's a classic or anything, but I really enjoyed Hogan and Savage performance as well on it. He gave it a big one. <laughs> I know. I can imagine. <laughs> uh, all right, so we have uh, the Russell. We have the three ring battle royal uh, show, Oof. World War Three. And then Starcade, and we're done. And I think, be I think that World War Three is like the la- maybe the last week of November. So we may actually be able to catch up on this one. Yeah, yeah, I think it there. is towards the end. I'm not looking forward to the nitros. I will tell you that though. You know what? I was we. I know we you text me as we're like getting close to recording, and you know days leading up to this, and you're like, man, these shows are rough. And I'm like, I know. It's like. What happened? Because I like the build to fall brawl, but then yeah. this build for 
for Halloween Havoc was not good. No. Yeah, but I but I enjoy the pay per view. Yeah, pay per view is good. I like yeah. it. All right, we will be back the uh, hopefully in three weeks. We'll, we're going to try to because we we want to finish uh, want to finish uh, World War Three. Want to finish Starkick because <laughs> we got to get ready for our movie podcast in 2024 and we're going to start with the von erics movie yeah and i want to throw him throw a, a movie in the hat okay if i could what is it three ninjas i want to see liz and her <laughs> acting debut and after <laughs> i've never seen this ever three ninjas i never seen suburban commando nope me neither i don't think i've ever seen mr nanny which i don't want to really want to watch hogan and a tutu but i'll take suburban commando because sci-fi ish you know yeah. so and the undertaker's in it Undertaker, that's right, isn't it? Yeah. Was he Kane the Undertaker then? Oh, I don't, yeah. You he know he might have been Booger Red back then. Who knows? <laughs> Texas Red, I think, right? <laughs> yeah. Was it JR would call him Booger Red sometimes? Is, it, is that where I got that from? Is that where it is? That's where you got that? funny. Uh, all right. We'll be back next month. Actually, no. three. Uh, maybe at the end of this month. We'll see uh, with uh, the next one and... Yeah, we're, we're wrapping it up here, but it's been a lot of fun. So for John, I am Double G. We'll see you when we see you. Peace out. Let me tell you something, Piper. We've had wars to settle the score, which didn't get settled. And I thought you took off with your family and were at peace with yourself. But now that I see you face to face, me being the honest man that I am, Yes, I admit, you're just as big a superstar as I am. Then straighten up. Oh, by the way, Piper, on the way out, when you go to the bathroom, you're supposed to squat in that one. Let me tell you something. No, I've had enough. Let me tell you something. You're messing with Hollywood Hogan and NWO. You step back into my world. I can still see you've got the makeup on your face, Piper. And the way it goes, now that I look in your eyes, maybe we need to have the war that didn't settle before. Your days come. Yeah, I want to know something. The reason you got no hair, and what you gonna do about it? Your day's coming, Piper. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.